morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour here on this Tuesday. Yes, the Fed meeting has started. It's a two-day meeting tomorrow. Uh, we're going to find out whether, uh, how big of a rate hike they're going to get. I wonder what they're talking about. I would just love to be in there. Of course, you know, my, my guess is what they actually talk about and then what they actually put into the quote-unquote minutes, which they have to wait for two weeks to release, which makes no sense. But, you know, again, it's all part of the game. Uh, not part of the, the statement and, of course, the press conference, the spin. I just wonder if they actually talk about reality, Jason, or do they sit there and, and just bl- blow a bunch of smoke? I think what they talk about, at least at least half of what they talk about, is how, they're, how they, uh, they and those that they represent will be enriched by the current situation. I think that's what they don't talk about on the reports and out loud. And uh, then the other part is, is yeah, how do they spin their yarns to make people believe their lies? I think I think that's the, the most of it, Joe. they got to figure out how to get people to believe this stuff. You, you know what's so funny is you brought up enriching themselves. You know, uh, what was it, uh, maybe nine months ago or so, where a bunch of the, I, I want to say it was the New York Fed, the assistant Fed chief, and I think the Dallas Fed uh, were all uh, – insider trading essentially uh i never did share this a couple of weeks ago uh the fed concluded its investigation and said hey no one did anything wrong it was fine so if any of you were worried about uh the bankers actually having actual integrity you don't have to worry about it because they don't that's right joe that's the uh, that's what i think I, and uh you know it, we're going to get those minutes uh, two weeks from now. And I remember the last minutes I actually took a look at. It. I don't always look at this stuff because I just, I just don't like to listen to liars too much. I think it poisons your head if you, you, you focus on too much. But uh, they, I think they mentioned inflation 80 or 90 times, and they never used in their, in their minutes the, the word recession, which I think shows you they know there is a recession coming, and they just want to point at the uh, inflation because I think they feel like if inflation goes down anywhere in the, in the future – they're going to be able to claim victory over it. So let me tell you right now, Jason and I had a, a spirited debate uh, this morning. We are talking about how many more rate hikes are there. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'm of the opinion that we're going to get 75 basis points tomorrow. I told Jason, I think there's only one more left. Uh, because if, So the next, the next rate hike will be in September. And then uh, by by the time the the next one rolls around, I mean it's going to already be uh, the end of October. So uh, I think the markets are going to crash by then. I don't think we have that much time. I actually told Jason I I think the bottom is in on gold. Uh, I could be wrong. I mean we'll know tomorrow. Uh, right now gold, gold's dead flat right now. I saw that. I saw 18. that. You know, yesterday gold uh, was down a little. Actually, made up a bunch of ground uh, yesterday from from the low. But I really think things have gotten uh, very, very quickly uh, a lot worse. Now we'll find out. We'll see what Thursday brings. So, re- so think about this week. Tomorrow afternoon, we'll get the announcement and the press conference. 
Thursday, we're going to get jobless claims. Right? Remember, we're getting really close to that uh-oh level. Right? We were, we're in the 250,000. Uh, when we get to that 270, 275 or more, it, it, it gets a little scarier. We'll see what, what that comes. But then we also get the first look at second quarter GDP. If it's a negative number, which right, right now, uh, if you want to believe the Atlanta uh, Fed, they they do a, a GDP tracker, and, and right now that number, and I'm pulling it up here, I'm stalling because I didn't have it, uh, I thought I saved it, I didn't have it. Right now, they're at a negative 1.6. Uh, we've heard, which would mean te- that would, any negative number on Thursday would mean that we are technically in a recession. And, and I noticed yesterday Janet Yellen, even uh, Joe Biden was, oh, no, we're really not in one. Right? So now here's the, I, I think the spin is trying to, well, just in case it comes in that way. But, but you know what? We're, we're, we're not really in it. We're not really in it. I know we're technically in it, but we don't have the, I think Janet Yellen was saying, Jason, they didn't have all the signs of the recession. Well, the, the the term that keeps ringing around in my head is that uh, that term soft landing that they keep asking or thinking about when things go down. Uh, that's why I think there might be more rate hikes, Joe, is if they can get this thing to crash nice and slow and easy, you know, let's just say it goes down, let's say the Dow goes down to 20,000, but it goes down over the course of all next year. I think they keep rates high and they just keep doing it. But if it slams down to 20,000 by, let's say, November, then I think you're exactly right. They reverse immediately because uh, they, they feel like they're losing control of it. So I, that's that's what I'm, I think they're Joe. I really think they want a, a slow grinding crash that goes well into next year, maybe even 2024. And if they get that, rates stay high. They they don't print the money right away. They don't reverse the rates uh, because like like you know the one thing they really they cannot lose control of inflation. They can't do it. You know, they, that's the one well, thing that we're going to see what happens. We're, we're, we're coming up on the break here. When we get back, we had earnings out. Uh, Walmart, it, it was not pretty. I'm going to tell you about that. And then we also had new home sales. And Walmart was bad. New home sale numbers were off of a cliff. We'll talk about both of those when we return. 800-951-0592, allamericangold.com. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Tuesday. And, and Jason, it started last night uh, after the bell. Walmart came out with, with earnings, and, and it was it was a bloodbath. Uh, Walmart down over 10% uh, say that uh, they they slashed profit outlooks for not only the rest of 2022. Jason, they slashed profit outlooks for all of 2023, uh, said that uh, the outlook for profit uh, for the second quarter of the full year under intense strain as price actions aim to improve inventory levels. So think about this. Here we are. We, 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 we've got this fake shortage of everything. Now Walmart says, hey, guess what? We've got way too much stuff. They can't get rid of it. They, they're, they're even, 
Walmart was saying even the stuff that they've marked down, Jason, they can't get rid of. That's why I'm a little worried about uh, a bullwhip situation because we went from COVID shortages to now at the time when the markets are, are, are cratering because of Fed policies, uh, suddenly there's tons of stuff and nobody can get it. So you could see a deflationary situation. And why do I get the feeling that if we head into that, it's going to be very quick, bounce off the bottom somewhere, and then suddenly have inflation that's worse than what we have now. I, they may completely lose control of this thing. We may see some... You might actually see the Fed not so confident in their, in their control of things in, in the near future. So we'll, we'll, well, they have we'll no see. control. Anybody out there that thinks the Fed has control, you, you really have no clue of what's really happening out there. Uh, the increased levels of food and fuel inflation are affecting how customers spend. In other words, what Walmart's just simply saying is, hey, they finish putting gas in the car, buying their food, they have no money left over, right? They can't buy the T-shirt, the shorts. They can't buy the shoes. They can't buy uh, that Barbie uh, for the, for their daughter. They can't buy uh, the wiffle ball bat. They can't buy uh, the the play pools. And and Walmart now is like, hey, they can't even buy TVs. Uh, they're saying that uh, they they listen to this before yesterday. Walmart was forecasting just a 1% pullback in sales. Yesterday, they said the pullback is going to be 9% for the second quarter and 13% for the year. So, I mean, that's huge. I mean, you know, when you got a company the size of Walmart saying, hey, by the way, uh, uh, sales are going to be down not 1%, but 13%. That's a bellwether, right? Nobody can deny Walmart is a bellwether. You know, people, you know, a lot of people think, oh, that's where all the poor people shop. Uh Uh-uh. Are you kidding me? Who doesn't shop at Walmart? On top of that, Joe, they have a lot of... uh, Safety situations put in. Being a big corporation, you got a lot of safeties uh, put in place because you're important. So can you imagine all the small, you know, small so-called WalMarts across the country, small department stores or, or uh, like? Uh, can you imagine a uh, 13% is probably wishful thinking? Yeah, and and then then after that, this morning we got the new home sales number, uh, a huge plunge in home builder confidence. Record low affordability, uh, tumbling single-family starts. I warned you guys a couple months ago, get ready. Get ready. I would not be shocked. Matter of fact, I almost think it's it's a foregone conclusion. Home builders are going to be laying people off next month. Yeah, and I don't Home know. builders are going to be laying people off next month. Pulte Homes said... Everybody is canceling uh, their orders. The the month-on-month yep. decline for new home sales uh, in June fell 8.1%. That's in a month. And the only reason it wasn't worse is they took the May new home sales and, and, and dropped it almost 50%. 
if that had stayed where they had said, Jason, we would have saw a 15% decline uh, in new home sales. And the reason why I say it, listen, Fed's raising another three-quarters of a point tomorrow. That's going to make these homes even less affordable. That's right, Joe. That's why a lot of the contracts are, are failing, right? Because they uh, they feel they can afford a certain amount of home, or like you said, I think maybe yesterday. Oh, I, I, we're going to sell. We're going to sell an upsize, right? You know, we can afford more home, and then they're they're looking. They forgot that the interest rates, or they just didn't know the interest rates are higher. And they're like, wait a minute, we can't buy more home if we move. So, like you said, Joe, they don't move. So, which is interesting because right. the neighborhood I mean, Joe, they are still building. Uh, like an entire neighborhood popped up across the frontage road from my neighborhood. It's 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 crazy. One of the, some of these home builders, I think, don't know. <laughs> For sure, what's getting ready to happen, and they're going to be caught with a lot well, of inventory. Well, listen, they had no choice. They bought the, they they bought the the supplies. They got to build the home, right? They got to build the home, and and here's what's here's what's this is again. I don't know what's going to happen, but inventory of unsold new homes now forever and ever. They told this six-month supply is kind of the, you know, you don't want more than that. You don't want less than that. That's the, the uh, I guess, the 2% inflation number for homes, six-month supply. Jason, it jumped to 9.3 months of supply in Uh-oh. June. Uh-oh. So now, that, okay, so my wife made a comment about a friend of hers. Said so she drove to work. Uh, I forget last week uh, in the morning one day, and the frame was there. So they had the, this new home being built. The frame. She said when she came home, the entire thing was built. The siding was on it, and they were working on the roof in one day. So you're probably you're probably right, Joe. They're panicking to get their stuff up and get it sold as fast as they can. You know what, Joe? That's there. You go. You just kind of pegged it. I'm just looking at numbers here. Listen, I'm not some genius. I don't make these calls lightly. I'm just telling you, they've already got over nine months of supply. And, Jason, listen, they're still building them. That's right. They're still right? building them, and, and, a lot and, of them. And, and, and I look at what Pulte says. Pulte says buyers have hit a wall. It's dialing back on its spec home starts. So Pulte's saying, listen, hey, we're going to stop building. Well, what does that mean? Well, if you stop building, then obviously you're going to what? You're going to lay people off, aren't yep, you? Yep. I mean, right? It's I don't think rocket science. That's what they said. They are dialing back its spec home starts. We'll pay you overtime. Noting to- that cancellation rates are doubling seemingly overnight. In other words, hey, it doubled, but it's doubling again. The pay overtime today and then uh, lay off in September or something like that, right, Joe? That's yeah. That's <laughs> what up, I'm, I'm thinking. Get them up fast. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I want to be wrong on that. Uh, by the way, the the price price did drop. Now uh, the new uh, average uh, price there a little over four hundred thousand. But again, another three quarter <laughs> point rate hike tomorrow. Hey, guess what? That's not affordable. It's in, not affordable. In my area, Joe, a lot of the homes are dropping ten to fifteen thousand dollars a home. So it's not. Yeah, it's not it's, enough. It's not severe it's not yet, but it's it's a start nope. though. It's not going it's not up. Enough. It's not going up, Joe. It's definitely let, not. Let going me up. tell you right now, what happens when you've got a year supply? What are they going to do? You know what? I know what they're going to do. They'll have no choice, right? 
drop the price fifty thousand, drop the price a hundred thousand. And, and again, I don't, I didn't see it happening, but now it's an interesting thing to keep our eye on. If new, who's going to be the first new home builder to panic? Yeah. Well, and who's going to be the first one? What kind of loans are they going to offer to get them out the door too? Oh, adjustable rate, adjustable rates coming right. back this year. Are, are, are the arms coming back? Yeah, I think so, Joe. You got If you're gonna if you're gonna move things fast, you it's fire sale. You gotta gotta get that guy that uh, just got out of jail and doesn't have a job. Is like, hey, we'll put you in home right now. <laughs> you you qualify? Just go, go go get a job. Stated income. You know, you never know. They might get six months of that, Joe, and boy, they'll really blow the thing up. Well, guess what? Uh, consumer confidence. Uh, also fell more than expected. Expectations uh, slipping further and further uh, as the consumer. Well, you know what? They're out of money. I, I think that's probably uh, the biggest thing. Uh, inflation, rising gas and food prices continuing to wait. Listen, food prices aren't done. I, mean, I, I told you food prices weren't done, and, and they're still not done, not even close. Matter of fact, this morning I didn't get to it yet. Natural gas exploding higher again. Now almost nine and a half dollars. You know, yesterday we went over eight dollars, nine and a half dollars. Uh, we're getting ready to see all-time record high natural gas prices, Jason. Uh, and again, this is going to keep that inflation going, right? To Jason's point, hey, maybe you can get swim trunks or T-shirts, or flip-flops. Maybe you're going to be able to get uh, that that uh, that Barbie doll or whatever it may be, uh, that they, the inflatable pool for less because they got to mark it down because they, they got too much. But you need food and you need energy to live, and those prices aren't coming down. Right, Joe, and that's why I said if there's a, a deflationary cycle, it might be very quick. Because I, I look at look at the this goes into the conspiracy side of things, but look at all the food manufacturing warehouses that just burned up out of nowhere. Uh, you, you don't want to have a, an awful lot of supply uh, when, when this thing crashes. You kind of want to keep things tight and in, 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 in going in a certain direction. So that way, if the inflation spikes, possibly they keep control of it. I mean, lower supply doesn't mean like it sounds like you should have more inflation. But I think Joe, they they want to they want to keep everyone to the hey you're gonna have to you're gonna own less you gotta buy less you gotta you gotta cut back. Of course, the people at the top are gonna be buying more and buying more and buying more. Like the Blackstone, they're they're waiting for these housing prices to crash down and they're gonna buy up a bunch of cheap houses, right, Joe? It's this this is the time where you're supposed to be buying, but most people aren't going to have that ability. So a little bit of deflationary once all those cheap assets are bought up then back into inflation and i think what they want to do joe is just keep the inflation from roaring too high and too fast that's 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 why i said if 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 a bullwhip happens and it just goes skyrocketing back up <laughs> the, the the feds get there the whole world's going to freak out joe it's going to be i mean 2023 could just be worse than 2022 i'm just going to say this we have liquidity problems uh, be just be prepared. There are going to be some big, big shocks. There's going to be some days that are just horrible out there. Uh, Goldman Sachs warning again, positioning, sediment, and liquidity 
are all incredibly depressed. Feels like we are due for a real pullback. Now, I don't know what you wanted to call the first half of the year. That felt pretty real to me. But uh, Goldman Sachs saying, get ready. And again, remember, was it Friday or is it Monday? I can't remember. I think it was Friday. Friday, when we had all that money go into the bond market, remember bond yields just collapsed? I think that's what Goldman Sachs is saying is, hey, listen, uh, this thing's on a knife edge, and it looks like people continuing to run for cover here. Uh, The Dow right now, it's only down, just down under, a little under 200 points, so it's not horrible, but, but this thing could go really parabolic. I think, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Jay Powell, I think, is a weak, weak man. I think he's going to talk tough tomorrow. And then why do I have a feeling by the next rate hike, he's going to be a whining little you-know-what, sniveling in the corner. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here. Listen, product is tight. I wouldn't be surprised tomorrow if we see gold actually go higher. It normally doesn't. It should go a little lower tomorrow. We'll see. But I've got listen, I've got two items, and I don't have very many. I've got $25, $10 liberties at 1075 So you're going to save... 15 bucks, but I've only got 25 of those. I've got $55 liberties. These are the old ones, right? Both of these, the old ones, 1866 to 1907. I've got 50 of them at 575 in Jason. That's the lowest price on a $5 lib in, I don't, a long time. A long time. Yeah, it's, it gives you uh, the ability to buy gold uh, with a, a smaller, you know, budget. You know, so you can get that that quarter ounce, essentially five dollar liberty, and you can get that half ounce, uh, ten dollar liberty, Joe. So it's it's always good to be able to get the smaller pieces. You know, a lot of people like to talk about barter and, and you know go to a much darker and crazier place where society would be, and uh, when you really have to get away from the Federal Reserve note. And uh, these are much more barterable, right, Joe? This is a, it's it's much more affordable for the dollars coming out of your bank account. Yeah, absolutely. 800-951-0592. Shopify, the news just keeps coming here. Uh, shares are just getting crushed right now, down uh, 15 20%, saying that they're laying off over 10% of its workforce. Uh, that's well over a 1,000 people being laid off. Their CEO, listen, and this is what's happening this thing is coming to a screeching halt here. Said that they had expected a surging e-commerce sales growth. It's clear now that bet didn't pay off. Saying that sales are going in the complete wrong direction. Uh, the They already had come out and, and announced a hiring freeze. Well, now it's gone to the layoff side. And, Jason, I think we're going to see a lot of that. We've seen a lot of these come. General Motors today, uh, they had horrible earnings. They announced that they are uh, in a hiring freeze. Uh, I think all of these companies that were talking hiring freeze, it's going to be layoffs, and it's going to be layoffs a lot faster than people think. 
that's just how business works. You know, if, if uh, you know, things are, are good and your sales are high, you, you try to get more employees. It's funny how, how often we're talking about how people, these companies couldn't get any employees to, to do the jobs. And now uh, it just seems like uh, the blink of an eye, Joe, and suddenly, uh, well, uh, we don't really need you anymore, and, and we've got the, all the people we need right now, you know, and it's, uh, it happened very quickly, Joe. Yeah, there's an article out by uh, Garfield Reynolds. He's the Bloomberg commentary reporter. Uh, he he is saying kind of what I've been talking about, this rush into this bond market, right? When, why do bond yields fall? They only fall for two reasons, right? One, they would fall if the Fed was lowering rates, which clearly they're not, right? Right now, bond yields should be, I mean, the Fed is hiking three-quarters of a point tomorrow, at least. Yet bond yields are falling. Bond yields are below 275. Tomorrow we are going to be somewhere between 0.225 and 2.5. If Jason says, hey, Jason, hey, listen, don't count out a full point. I still think that That would be between 2.5 and, and 2.75, and yet the 10-year note's yielding less than 2.75. He's, this guy Reynolds is saying, listen, the bond market is sending a message to the Federal Reserve that investors are sending the Fed a message that you better back off, right? Saying, hey, after this rate hike, you need to back off and, 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 and stop with the tough talk. So, again, this is going to see, Jason, Jay Powell, man or mouse. We're going to find out after the next rate hike. Uh, I think he's going to go mouse. I told Jason this morning, I think Jay Powell may not raise rates in October. Jason still thinks he's going to raise rates through the end of the year. Uh, we'll have to see here. But this is the message. This is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing what this guy's seeing, which is everybody's running for cover. Like Goldman Sachs said, hey, liquidity is going to become a problem here. Uh, Joe, I just see that the Fed has uh, got the ability to align the pockets of those who need cash if they keep raising the rates. I just think there's there's some money floating around there that uh, they can keep raising the rates. And uh, once again, once again, uh, it becomes narrative. Joe is going to be right if there's not a whole lot of bad news out there, out there. Like we just, you know, we see wars aren't a big deal and COVID's not a big deal. Then yeah, they'll they'll drop rates and they'll start printing. But, Joe, if they, uh, if they keep on raising rates and they keep pushing this thing like I think they might, then all they have to do to, to, to uh, reflect uh, away all of the, uh, the blame for the, the chaos is going to be, well, what's, what's going on in the news cycle? So if an emergency happens, Joe, then they could, well, everything's crashing because of that emergency. It ain't us. So we'll, we'll see. In October could be that month where some horrible thing happens. It's right before the, the midterms, and uh, everything goes crazy. People are want, freaking out. You know, uh, I'm going to remind people. Natural gas, almost nine and a half dollars. That port in Texas is still closed. Believe me when I tell you, natural gas prices will be probably be twelve, thirteen, maybe fourteen, fifteen dollars right now if that terminal is open. It's going to open, right? We're we're somewhere six to eight weeks away from that thing reopening, and believe me, every available. Uh, BTU, a natural gas that can be put on a ship, is going to head to Europe. Don't also forget, we're releasing a million barrels a day of crude from the Strategic Oil Reserve. 
guess what? Coincidentally, we're, what, uh, 8 to 12 weeks from that ending. Because we're, you know, listen, we're running out of, of, of oil in the reserve, but that, that comes to, and I want to say it comes to the end, at the end of September. Where is this extra million barrels of oil going to come from? I think part of it might be a, a lower demand for, for energy, Joe. I mean, it's, it's not going to crash or anything, but I think when people can't buy stuff, they turn, you know, hey, it's going to But be- again, right, so, so lower demand, but all of a sudden, losing a million barrels a day, all of a sudden that lower demand isn't low enough anymore. I don't think they want the prices to crash because if we have de- deflationary pressure, Joe, the, pr- the price of energy would go down. So if you, you, you squeeze off the supply – you keep your prices stable. I think that's why we're seeing what we're seeing. That's that's me, and that's why I think this thing could be elongated. These these rate hikes could go farther. I just it just seems like everything is being controlled. Joe, why, why would you know, I know Joe Biden? I know liberals. I get the whole thing, but why squeeze off all the ability to, to bring oil? Well, maybe you just don't want too much of it because you see demand may drop off a cliff because people have no money, and you don't want the price to drop off a cliff. You want to keep a soft landing. We'll be right back. Joe will have a lot more when we get back from this break. 800-951-0592. I've got a couple lines open. Uh, $10 Liberties, $1,075. $5 Liberties, 575 Quantities are very limited at 800 800- Nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's just hanging out here today. Seventeen seventeen. Uh, silver's actually higher today, up about fifteen cents, almost eighteen fifty. The Dow and uh, the S and P, the Nasdaq, all lower. Uh, the Dow right now down one seventy five. The S and P down forty three. The Nasdaq's down over two hundred points. And based on Walmart, too, we, we haven't talked about this. Well, I expect a lot of retail bankruptcies after Christmas. Because Walmart's just telling you, hey, it's not going to be a great Christmas. Which probably tells me, guess what? They probably ordered too much Christmas crap as well. Right, Jason? I, I think we're going to see a bankruptcy wave early in, in 2023 to add that fuel to the fire, if you will. Uh, and then again, more cracks appearing in the subprime auto market. Uh, they're saying that subprime auto bonds, you know, they, they, they put them, you know, chop them all up and put them in these securitized platforms yielding 22% right now, Jason, just signifying uh, these subprime borrowers running out of the ability to pay for these cars. Yeah, talk about Walmart. I'll go back to that for a moment. That uh, I think I had mentioned uh, from, from stuff I was looking at that they already put their Halloween stuff in a couple of weeks ago in July. You know, hey, we got way too much stuff. We better start selling Halloween in July, which means Christmas is probably going to come in before Halloween is over. I mean, can you imagine, Joe? Uh, for all I know, the Christmas stuff might be on the shelves in August or September, Joe. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, I don't even want to go in there. Now you brought that. I'm like, oh, great. It probably is. You probably, probably, uh, we, we probably got Christmas creep getting ready to start, right? But Christmas in July has a whole new meaning, right? <laughs> Uh, I guess it was only a few more days left in July, thankfully. Uh, but it, you know, it, it all of these things, and again, the, these these sides, they're everywhere. All is you need to do is look. 
Look at what we talked about yesterday, uh, the RV industry. Crazy. I mean, 90 days ago, they were building as many as they could build. Now they yesterday, got, they were like, we're closing plants. Now, they got, now they're hiring the repo man. Yeah, we're closing plants. Look at what the home builders just said. Pulte cancellations doubled, and now they've doubled. They've doubled again. We're pulling back on these spec homes. Do you know I saw yesterday? Right, which Joe? just means hey, it's simple. You know what? Hey, we're going to stop building them. I, I, that guy that I watch in, in California, Joe. I was watching him. He was uh, going by a, uh, a car auction lot in California, and there was like thirty five hundred cars in this lot. <laughs> For, for the auctions. And uh, guess what? There was about, if I estimated the size of the lot, I would estimate a, a, not a third, but maybe a quarter, 20, 20% of the lot, 25% of the lot, was work trucks and work vans. Up for auction, yeah, Joe. That's, that's not a great sign. We'll see. You know, I, I have a lot of buddies that do cars, uh, and the auctions have been. And, but, it, it, again, it's summer here in Phoenix, but they were talking, uh, the guy that I rent my back space to, they brought five cars to the auction last week. They brought five cars back. They yep. didn't sell a single one. Yep. Not one of them. They're hard to get, it's hard, uh, to get, it's so, hard to get bids on them, Joe. You know, I, I, you know, I just see this thing really slowing down a lot faster than what the the average guy on the street is seeing, and and again, part of it may be like I, we live here in Phoenix. Jason's up in Denver, right? Right. These are two places people are going to, so it's it may not be as bad here. But believe me, uh, look at what Texas is saying. Texas is saying everything just stopped. Uh, Florida saying things have stopped. California, people are leaving in droves. Uh, you know, Jason, I, I, I really think we're on the precipice here of something really ugly. Yeah, Because the Fed, again, we can blame the Fed. It's their fault. Colorado isn't a real... Back with their nonsense, their nonsense of no inflation, their nonsense about how much money they could print. They, they were so drunk with money printing during COVID, they wanted to make sure they bailed out everything. Bail out the pensions, bail out the states, bail out the banks, and printed trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars, and, and then ignored it. Yeah, Japan's always been the uh, the curiosity. You know, when we we played that Glenn Beck piece, it, you know, it just sticks in my head too. Three point seven trillion went to went to China back then, and that twenty nine trillion from the FOIA request, which means how, how much how much is Japan? Excuse me, China, Japan. How much money is Japan still getting? Why does it seem like their fiscal policy? They're just in the we don't care. You know, we don't care. Someone's going to bail us out. It doesn't seem like that seems to be J- Japan's uh, attitude, Joe. It doesn't matter. Well, and and again, uh, you know, Japan's kind of on to itself. You know, they used to have the yen carry trade. Nobody really uses that currency outside the Japanese. And and really, uh, the Japanese central bank buys all the debt. Right. So uh, it's it's not like the, the that debt is being held everywhere else. Uh, I would imagine that uh, conditions in Japan right now probably are not too good. That would be my nope. guess. I'm a, I would imagine uh, with their currency being as weak as it is, uh, that inflation there is just off the charts. And, you know, they, they 
they got to import everything. So uh, I would imagine it, it, it's not a pretty picture. But again, this is a five trillion dollar economy. You got to pay attention. Their debt to GDP is the worst in the world, Joe. And they just keep on doing this. Why, do, why does it feel like, hey, they gave us three point seven trillion last time? Just keep it going, man. We don't have the the, the world reserve currency, but. They're our buddies. They'll bail us out. Why does, why does it feel like that's what Japan's been doing, Joe? Well, you know what? They've got a good track record because they say, hey, they do it every time, right? Yep. Why won't they do it again? Final segment coming up. Take the Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. Take the Radio News Hour. Uh, what is remaining of the $10 liberties at 1075 uh, the five dollar liberties at five hundred and seventy five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two natural gas has reached nine seventy five uh natural gas futures up seventy seven percent in the month of July. This is the biggest increase uh since the contract started trading. On Wall Street, uh, Halliburton CEO was out saying that the ability for the equipment maker to provide product, right? So you can drill for natural gas, so you can drill for oil, is so tight that they're stopped talking about being able to supply any new projects in 2022 and are now saying, hey, listen, the earliest we can provide you with what you need is going to be sometime in 2023. They said that oil companies don't have enough fracking equipment for newly leased wells this year. They said that diesel power and electric equipment are in short supply. It will be almost impossible to ha- to add any incremental capacity this year. Uh, so again, uh, I'm going to highlight it again. These prices, uh, especially crude oil. I think crude oil. This was the from here. Uh, natural gas. I don't know what to do here because Halliburton said, "Listen." They're not going to be able to increase. Nobody's going to be able to increase natural gas supply this year, period. And starting tomorrow, Russia cuts uh, supplies by another 20%. Uh, Jason, I, I just, it, it's got to be a lot more expensive uh, doing business for, for at least uh, people that need to use natural gas, use oil. I mean, obviously the whole energy sector. That's right, Joe. That's right. There's there are a lot of tight controls put on that. So when there's more supply or less supply, I'm always a little suspicious of the timing and why they're doing it, Joe. So, uh, but yeah, it uh, it doesn't look like it's going to get much cheaper when it comes to gasoline. I, I I could see a situation where it gets much higher than it is now. Yeah, and I, I don't know about uh, yeah. We'll see. Could be much higher. Natural gas, all of it, just all of it. Na- 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 natural gas. Uh, we're we're we're, we're heading into winter to too. We're heading digits. into winter, Joe. So it's going to get yeah. really bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. Be great, great, grateful in Europe. I'm talking about 975, and I'm freaking out. Europe's at 200. 200. This is at the point 
Remember when all of the factories in Europe started shutting down because they said they couldn't afford to operate? That's where prices are back to again today. Wow. Well. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I know. Yeah. It's a tough show today, man. But this is the truth. This is the reality. Listen, I didn't make up Walmart's earnings. Oh no, no. I I didn't make up Shopify. I didn't. I didn't make up what's going on in natural gas price. This is the realities. And I'm looking down the road. Listen, I'm letting you know. They don't have enough equipment to even even if they got a new well, they can't even drill it. How do you like these? great uh, policies by the this weak Federal Reserve. Get your gold put away. You're going to need it. 800 951 